Hey everyone, welcome to Sunny Commutes, a podcast where I combine the worlds of web development and business and share my experiences. This is podcast episode 54, where I'll be talking about Microsoft's acquisition of GitHub. So I'm actually going to go ahead and jump right in on this one because I'm seeing a lot of developers get frantic about this acquisition uh, and how Microsoft is the company that's going to be acquiring GitHub. And so first, let me go ahead and explain what GitHub is for anyone that's unfamiliar. So GitHub is essentially a place where developers can upload and share their code. Uh, It creates open source software, and this allows for a really unique community where uh, developers can contribute to other projects. And it's essentially free work. I think that's what's really interesting about it. But this creates like a really great community for software because now we have these different projects, different tools, libraries, and frameworks in which a lot of the apps that you use probably depend on. And uh, basically this contribution, the way that it happens is, let's say I want to use another framework or library, chances are it's available on GitHub, it's open source, so I can view the code. And if I find an issue or maybe I want to add a new feature, instead of waiting on that company or that developer, whoever is maintaining that project to add it in themselves, I can just do it myself. So I can go ahead, uh, download the code, make some changes, upload it back and submit a request saying, hey, here's the code that's uh, fixing this bug or adding a new feature. Uh, And then it gets added in hopefully, and boom, I'm now a contributor to that project. And there's a ton of projects that have multiple contributors this way and a lot of browsers um, as are some good examples for open source projects where you know if there's something broken chances are someone's already found a fix and has contributed to it so this creates a really great community and github is the most popular kind of the standard place for uh, open source software contributions so let me go ahead and talk about some of the facts uh, about this acquisition so Microsoft paid $7.5 billion for GitHub, uh, which is actually less than they paid for uh, LinkedIn. I think that was around $26 billion. Um, And GitHub was also valued at uh, $2 billion back in 2015. So it's gone up quite a bit. Uh, There are about 85 million code repositories on GitHub right now. Uh, And the new CEO will be Nat Friedman, who's the founder of Xamarin and he'll be replacing the old CEO slash co-founder, Chris Winsrath. So with all the boring stuff out of the way, uh, why are are people freaking out about this? So I think honestly, it's because because of uh, Microsoft's um, reputation, I guess, uh, within the community, within the developer community in particular, but just in general, uh, they haven't really been like the cool company they haven't been the company that you know the developers look up to. Uh, typically, it's you know Google or Facebook. They release a lot of uh, good tools uh, and they contribute to open source. But I think this is because everyone's uh, view of Microsoft is of the old Microsoft. Um, you know, the, let me go ahead and talk about some of the kind of the examples of of old Microsoft. So um, there have been a couple of uh, bad acquisitions. That they've done so the skype acquisition being a big one 
where Skype was a, a great app for uh, video conferencing and just talking to people around the world. But then Microsoft acquired Skype and they really heavily tried to integrate it um, into their platform, into their ecosystem. They've used Skype for, uh, for their business uh, plans and everything, uh, trying to make it uh, more corporate. And this in turn made Skype a really buggy app on essentially every platform. And, uh, you know, it's just been really bad. Like everyone that's been using Skype, uh, a lot of those users have uh, tried to look for, for alternatives. Uh, Nokia acquisition was another one bunch of workers laid off and Microsoft kind of failed in the mobile front. And so I think that's a big part in why Nokia failed in their acquisition of it. But um, overall, there's, you know, been a lot of kind of bad vibes with Microsoft, um, Windows Vista, Zune, if anyone remembers that, the, the MP3 player that's supposed to compete against the iPod. Um, so yes, Microsoft, Microsoft hasn't really had like cool tech or anything um, in which left people happy you know to be a Microsoft user but that's been you know some of those have been somewhat recent but I consider that to be like old Microsoft um, now there's a new Microsoft and this new Microsoft uh, under the current CEO actually has been trying to be more open and more developer friendly so they've actually done a lot recently um, so here's some uh, bullet points I have so they open sourced all of uh, the .NET framework on github and with all their contributions and everything, they've actually become the biggest contrib contributor on GitHub, which is huge. Like they've beat out Facebook and Google, um, quote unquote, the cool companies, the developer companies. But uh, Microsoft uh, has really, you know, turned things around there. Um, they've brought the Unix shell to Windows, which I haven't personally used and I haven't heard like great things about it. But uh, it's still the, the goal that they're trying to go for, which is. Uh, you know, developers use Unix, uh, so why not have them use the same tools on, on Windows? And so they're trying to change their current platform. You know, they're also trying to, you know, get away from like, oh, you know, we have Windows, so we must use it everywhere, including servers. But no, they've actually used uh, Linux servers pretty much everywhere. And, you know, they're trying to switch uh, to the cloud with Microsoft Azure and, and everything. And one of the biggest things that they've done recently that has affected me personally is they released a code editor, a text editor for code uh, called VS Code, Visual Studio Code. And this is my favorite code editor. And I've, you know, kind of looking at the developer community, I feel like it's the most popular one. I'm pretty sure there's numbers to back this up, but I see a lot of front end developers specifically using VS Code. And Microsoft has just been doing a really good job with it. They built a, a, an efficient editor that does the job right. And they've been uh, keeping monthly updates with it. And not only like just bug fixes and stuff, just maintaining it, but they, they have um, added just really valuable features. Like in the previous month, they've added um, coding, code collaboration, like uh, being able to essentially uh, forget the term right now, but it's like when you, oh, pair programming. So you can uh, pair program with uh, like a coworker or someone you're sitting next to or someone that's, um, you know, working remotely. You can essentially have like a Google Doc, but inside of your code editor. So that's like something that's really cool. I've seen it before, but 
Uh, chances are this is going to be built into VS Code. And so they've been adding a lot of like valuable features to it. Now the idea of using Microsoft software for development uh, has, is not something that crossed my mind in the past couple of years, but I've been using VS Code now and it's, it's my favorite one. So, uh, you know, this is part of like the new Microsoft. Uh, I think Microsoft's starting to go back to its roots. Uh, remember, if you remember the clip of uh, Steve Ballmer at a presentation where he just shouts developers, developers over and over. And it's been like memed. It's there's like a you know music video and stuff, but uh, yeah, like Microsoft's kind of going back to its roots. They're trying to uh, you know release more tools and software and make contributions for developers because you know they feel like that's the best way to kind of win back the community and, and become like a cool company again, right? Um, but, you know, and it might have some intentions in terms of business and such, but uh, they've genuinely, it seems like, been doing uh, doing good for the open source community. So, so this is why I don't think that uh, everyone freaking out is, is uh, like, I don't think there's a lot of uh, reasons why people should actually be freaking out. I think a lot of, like, people are just... Uh, remembering about old Microsoft and how they've had terrible acquisitions and uh, nothing, uh, you know, useful to come out for developers. They've been stuck in their ways, but recently they've opened up, they're opened up their platforms. They've been utilizing Linux and uh, open source software. And so this is actually, I think, a good thing out of all the companies. You know, I think Google would have been good as well. Um, and... I'm always trying to be helpful. <laughs> okay, that was, well, that was my Google Home, uh, which wasn't very helpful just now. But, uh, but yeah, Google would have been fine. I think Facebook, which has contributed a lot to open source, that may have actually been a bad thing considering just all the recent like privacy uh issues that has um, surrounded Facebook. Um, and so Microsoft, with their focus back on developers and open source software, is actually a really good thing. And um, GitHub has been struggling financially. And they've, you know, had issues in terms of offering support for developers it's been seen like as a black box that, um, you know, cool, like I'm using GitHub, but like if I try to get help on something or maybe you know find a good way to get paid as an as a contributor uh, github hasn't been a lot of help in those areas and so microsoft you know having the money but also having the resources right being the the biggest uh contributor on github they can now offer you know more people that can uh, offer support and uh, maybe microsoft can find ways to uh, have developers get paid on GitHub and um, just many different things. And I think, yes, bad can come out of this, but there's actually, I think, more good that we can predict right now based on Microsoft's recent actions. And so to close this off, I think that uh, we need to change our thoughts and judge based on Microsoft's recent actions and not just be stuck and think, you know, oh, old Microsoft, you know, they've been terrible, uh, you know, AO Windows or, um, 
you know, all, like all these things, like I, I don't really think that, you know, we should be stuck actually in our ways in terms of what we think of Microsoft while Microsoft is moving ahead and, you know, offering a lot of cool things uh, in open source. So, so yeah, so that's basically it, you know, I think, I think this will be a good thing. Um, it's going to be good for GitHub and it's going to be good for the open source community. And, but that's just my thoughts. That's just my opinion. Um, there have been a couple of articles about this. I want to share one in particular from the Charged uh, blog. Um, this was written by Owen and it's titled Why Microsoft Acquiring GitHub is a Good Thing. So I'll have that link available in the description. And yeah, and let me know your thoughts. You can uh, call in and I'd love to feature that as a follow-up in terms of, you know, what other people think about this. Um, has this episode changed your thoughts or do you still think the same? Uh, is there anything that I missed? Maybe there, you know, have been recent actions by Microsoft that will prove that this is not going to be a good thing for the acquisition. Um, so yeah, so you can share your thoughts. You can call in on the Anchor app, uh, find uh, Sunny Commutes on the Anchor app after downloading it, and you can uh, submit a call in which I can feature on an episode. You can also tweet me at sunnysyncio. That's S-U-N-N-Y-S-I-N-G-H-I-O. And yeah, thank you for listening. I'll catch you on the next one.